0: Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why, well, why not? And today's what is going to be another dip into the pool of reddit.com. Now, of course, as we all know, I read from Reddit. I thought, it's been a while since I read from Reddit, but when I went back and looked at the podcast list, I was like, oh, I just did. That's not awesome, Lou, but my other option for what I was going to read was another sex thing, and I was like, you know, I've done a lot of sex things and a shit thing. I'll read something that's not about either of those things, although those may be pieces of the story, so to speak. They won't be the main focus of the podcast. So here we are, back at Reddit. So what are we going to hear from Reddit? Well, if you give me a goddamn minute, I'll tell you. I'll be reading a post from Reddit.com/r/AskReddit by Jibby1, who asked of his fellow Redditors, hotel workers of Reddit, what's the craziest, weirdest thing you've discovered in a guest room? And there are over 4,200 responses as of my beginning to do this podcast. So let's get right into them, shall we? And the first response I'll read is by Shane McDeath, who writes. As the owner of a bed and breakfast place for the last eight years, the craziest thing I ever found was an old battered notebook with quote-unquote why I love salad written on the front and then literally 40 to 80 pages on why salad was amazing. There was the occasional suggestion that the author believed salad to be alive in some sense it looked like it had been written on and off over the course of several years. And X adds, I think you should buy www.thisguylovesalad.com and upload the entire journal to it. For the sake of mankind. NB Hornbeck writes, We had a swingers group stay at the hotel for a few nights. They had a rave going on up on the second floor. There were naked people everywhere on the floors. Kids were freaked out by it. Other guests were complaining. On top of that, families could hear the couples running from rooms and constantly fucking. One guy had found out his wife was pregnant with another guy's child, so he decides to throw the TV out the window. It was complete chaos. And this is a fucking luxury hotel. And Mr. Drummer Ors writes, My friend's dad owns a few hotels, and he likes telling the story of one of them. Basically, there's a policy at all of his hotels that if you piss the bed, 50 pounds will be added to your total bill to cover the cost of new sheets and the labor of the maids. So one time, this woman and her husband stay around, and when the maid goes to change their sheets one time, the bed is found to be soaking wet. So 50 pounds is added to their bill, and at the desk, she asks about it. She's adamant that it wasn't piss, but won't tell the desk worker what it was. So my friend's dad gets involved and demands to know what the liquid was. She finally gives in and says, quote unquote, my husband is a fantastic lover and I had the biggest orgasm of my life. My friend's dad starts laughing and a few minutes later adds it to the policy. So now all his hotels, it'll cost you 50 pounds if you piss your bed or come so hard you ruin the sheets. And C-E-F-H-C-L writes, come so hard motherfuckers want to find me. And Andy Wins adds, that clit cray. If you get that joke, you know modern music. And LancerMan360 adds, There was this one guy who stayed at least one night every week, and he always requested the same room. We thought that maybe he was making drug deals or something, so we searched through him after he checked out one day. Turns out he was hiding a blow-up doll under the mattress. We threw it away, and he only came back once after that. I kind of felt bad for him. And Gina writes, Similar story. When I started working at this hotel, it was under bad management, so things like proper cleanings didn't happen, and why guests would often check into the same room every week. One guy came in every week or two, used the same room for three or four hours, and would leave. We didn't do hourly rates, so we always paid the full price in the room. No one ever accompanied him. No one asked for his room while he was there. The next day, maids would find nothing unusual. After a new manager came in, the hotel got its first thorough cleaning in way too long. So we're going through and moving beds and credenzas, checking ceiling tiles, etc. We get to the same room he's been using. Under the bed, we find a massive porn stash. Movies, magazines, and lube. Everything is sticky and obviously used. The maids used double gloves to dispose of everything. Like your story, he only returned once more before he disappeared, forever. My em- and and rewind ads. My employer is not a hotel but an online hotel booking website. We have been contacted by a hotel before who was quote unquote complaining about a guest. The guests were found unconscious on the balcony, completely covered in blood, naked with a knife. The room was an absolute horror show. The hotel provided pictures of proof. I will deliver when I get home from work. Edit. OP delivers. And the photos are of a completely uh, destroyed a room that basically looks like it's covered in fruit punch, but it could easily also... No, it's blood. It's, It's too thick to be regular. Liquids. Bleh. Edit 2. Just to clarify, the email below is the only thing we received from the hotel along with the pictures attached. Nobody here in the office has any idea what happened. And bonus email from the hotel. Quote unquote, dear colleagues, here within please be informed that yesterday, May 9th, we were forced to remove from our property the guests with reservation number. deleted." Mr. X and Mrs. X had a reservation in a junior suite for the dates May 5th to May 11th. For health reasons, due to the damage they caused in the suite, we were forced today to remove them from the property. After calling the police and the ambulance, we transferred Mr. X to the hospital in order to get urgently medical treatment. Kindly find attached some of the photos we had that prove the condition of the suite. For any additional information needed, do not hesitate to contact us. With warm regards. And again, the photos are of... The bed that is covered in blood and the bathroom is covered in blood and there's blood all over the place and i swear i am normal writes not a hotel worker but back in high school i was on a trip with my crew team of about eighty the guys decide that since we have an entire floor of the hotel to ourselves we're going to line up all the mattresses in the hallways and idk do something it was high school I'm just about to wrestle my mattress through the doorway when I hear the best combination of screams and laughter coming from a few doors down. Everyone simultaneously runs to the room and immediately books it out of there when they discover under my buddy's mattress was about an 18 inch cucumber covered in shit. Maids come in, sanitize the room. My buddy gets a new mattress, and according to them, two construction workers had been staying in that room two weeks prior. And the Dynamo Scotch writes, I used to serve room service in a hotel that was near a major national hospital, and the two locations had reached some sort of business agreement where people going into surgery could stay at the hotel the night nights before at a discounted rate. During my three years there, we had about six guests die during the night while waiting for surgery. It was always handled in a really hush-hush manner, but it was always fucked up to hear about we also had a couple of porn shoots go down in the guest rooms getting a room service request for four hotels of coffee and lots of wine at half past midnight was always a good sign that something sketchy was going on as was opening the door to see filming lights and tripods and Uberfish asks were you ever invited to join like a really skeezy quote-unquote surprise you're getting a blowjob from a porn star i feel like that would be really awkward and the dynamo scotch replies I was occasionally hit on by drunk businesswomen. Their tactic would be to order wine and specifically ask for two glasses, and then they would hand the second glass back to me and ask if I wanted to join, but never asked into the porn shoots. Probably because I was only 19, but I looked 17, which makes the businesswoman thing even creepier. And words Anyway writes a woman who was showering but got sick brackets food poisoning and she went to throw up while throwing up naked then she got the other part of food poisoning and spray shit all over the wall floor cabinets and mirror it was stomach churning but impressive additional info The smell of this was horrid. I had to leave the room and come back twice because I needed to get some fresh air. When everything was wrapping up and security was just getting information for the report, brackets, we record any time we have a medical problem at the hotel, I left. I pulled out my phone and called housekeeping right away and said, quote unquote, we just had some lady go to the bathroom all over the bathroom. Send a few people here with extra gloves, a bunch of sanitize, and as much deodorizer spray as they can find. And feed me your spaghetti rights. Worked for four years cleaning inexpensive motel rooms. I found slash, saw a lot of weird shit. List of some of my favorites. Gourmet cheese platter under the bed. A boatload of cocaine and a broken mirror. The largest dildo I've ever seen hidden under the Bible. All of the towels in the room soaked in piss and wrapped around a big ball of shit. There are always three rooms that will stand out to me, though, above all else. 1. We had this guy stay for a full week without letting housekeeping into his room. Each day we brought him new towels and new trash bags and he would meet us at the door to take them. When he left, we were terrified of what we would find. But the room was spotless. He had not touched a thing and had even gone behind himself to clean with bleach. All the towels we brought him were all folded up neatly, apparently unused. Even the bed was how we had left it. Super weird." 2. Walked into a family's room to replace towels and do general cleanup while they were still there and was met by their 12-year-old son jacking off. This is after I knocked on the door and he said it was okay to enter. I immediately left the room and returned an hour later when his parents were around. The whole time I was making up the room, the boy sat on the bed crying. 3 worst room I ever walked into was not dirty in any way. General dirtiness from use, but nothing special. Or at least that's what I thought until I checked under the bed. There was a giant bloodstain taking up almost all of the floor under the king-sized bed. We immediately left the room and called the police. I don't know if anything ever came of it, but we shut down the room for two weeks so we could completely replace everything. And Brendan Jo Chigong writes, don't forget suicide. We found a guy who had been staying with us for like a week. Then a few hours past checkout, we entered into his room. The whole time he stayed with us, he stopped by the front desk every day and said, quote unquote, you know what to say if anybody calls or asks if I'm here, right? Same answer every time. Quote unquote, you're not here. He was nice enough to lay plastic sheets down on the bed, brackets underneath him, in case he pissed slash shat himself, which he didn't. Pills, booze, and no note. That one kind of stuck with me. And... C check 7 writes, I work at a hotel in Ontario, and one of our housekeepers decided she needed to take a shit while cleaning some guy's room. So of course, instead of using the employee washroom down the hall, she say down and did her thing. The guest had forgot his briefcase and walked into the room to discover a 20-year-old girl taking a dump in his room with the door open. She was fired. And the Greengrove writes. I worked at a pretty crappy, low-budget, quote-unquote, three-star hotel in Canada a year back. On my last month there, a guest came in to request to visit a potential room. Now, I didn't discover this myself, but I had no choice to afterwards. The guest comes back after the visit clearly pissed and leaves without saying anything i go to check the room afterwards only to discover a pillow head completely covered in human feces someone had wiped their ass hell even the room cleaning staff didn't notice it as it was clearly obviously found behind a chair this was supposed to be a clean room ready for rent that night and I pay rights. We specifically check the nooks and crannies of the rooms when we clean for this reason. More often than not, when an accident happens, the guests will try to hide the evidence, be it out of shame or out of desire to avoid the extra costs. It's annoying as fuck to find someone's quote-unquote little accident like this. The protocol on this is if is there isn't too much damage, we get a hold of a maid, give her a big tip and apology, and ask her to discreetly help get rid of the mess. She was going to find out anyway. At least this way, you have a small chance that the front desk won't be alerted and dirty day boy writes this happened to a friend of mine early 2007 before checking into soi school of infantry for the marine corps he checked into the shadiest motel in town the triangle motor inn he calls up a local escort service and has her meet him at the door she tied him up at his request and proceeded to steal every single thing he owned the maids found him the next morning still tied up and naked in the bed they had to end up donating him some clothes so he could leave Three weeks later, he goes back to the hotel. He calls the same escort service and asks for the same girl. He has her tie him up again and proceeds to rob him a second time. Idiot. And underscore fuck all of you underscore writes, this couple stayed in one of our rooms for a week. They would just ask if we would put fresh linens and towels by the door and that they would take any trash to the dumpster. So after their week of being there and none of our housekeepers had been in that room for a week, one of them opened the door. The first thing was the smell. It made our head housekeeper puke and she had to run away. They had shit all over the walls and rubbed it in. There was shit on the floor, television, bed, air conditioning system, and even clogged up the shower with shit. We're thinking they must have had a party of people just shitting in this room. It was so bad that we had to evacuate the hotel, brackets ask everyone to leave and pay them to go to another hotel, call the cops, call a hazmat cleanup crew, and it took a week and a half to clean this room. Today is my last day there. It was sold to a company that wants to make it into offices. Last night, I found an old man bathing in the pool just for references. If you want a job with free coffee and Wi-Fi and never a shortage of WTFs, then get a hotel front desk job. I'm going to miss the place. Edit. Oh, and just for more info, it's $2,000 a day for a 10-hour hazmat crew, or this particular company, times 11 days. My manager slash owner was pissed off. Cops never did find those filthy assholes. Also, those people paid in cash. The new girl at the time did not get their ID. It was her first week. They used aliases to get away with this. When we do take cash as a trained employee, I would ask for a driver's license. We handle a lot of cash, and this only happened once in 17 years. Not bad. For credit card, I match with the IDs. With credit card, always do a pre-auth. It's just smart business. For the people sending me verbally abusive private messages, LOL. Edit part 2. Wow, guys! Thanks for the questions and the upvotes. Like I said, this was my last night there, and the hotel had one last gift to give. Again, first time I've ever seen something like this. Andy shares a picture of a syringe. And Backwoods writes, "Well, checked empty room left with doors wide open. On table was brown bag with over with over twenty thousand dollars in cash." And Last Monkey writes, "This is going to get buried, but here goes. I worked as a room attendant, brackets maid, for four years to get myself through university. I've seen some pretty messed up stuff." This was the worst and most disgusting one ever though. I was having a really stressful day, as it was a Sunday, which are typically, and for obvious reasons, the busiest day for the housekeeping department. I wasn't even supposed to work, so I was busy, tired, and pissed off. It was 1 p.m. and I was waiting for a large family to check out of two adjoined rooms. Checkout is 12, so they were already an hour late. This puts me seriously behind schedule and I was already feeling cranky, so I was just standing there in the hall, arms crossed, waiting for them to get their shit together. Bitchy, I know, but hey. They passed me several times. It was quite obvious I was going to be cleaning the room, and they had passed me about ten times as they went back and forth to their car. When they finally left, I went into the room and stood in shock about three minutes. It looks as though a long, harrowing war had been fought exclusively with bodily waste. Of the four double beds in the room, three of them were soaked with puke. Absolutely soaked. Not just a little bit of puke on the comforters, but three white duvets, now entirely orange it was clear that someone had gotten sick and instead of cleaning up and staying in the original puke bed they had moved on to two others there was puke in the carpets pizza crust everywhere the curtains were hanging off the window brackets which are a bitch to put back on bathroom number one looked like someone had trapped a heroin addled monkey inside it for the night it was a nightmare But the worst part, the part that made me so mad I ran down the hall after them, was this. When I went to the bathroom, I noticed a perfectly clean toilet, but was overwhelmed by the disgusting smell of poop. (laughs) I then realized that the garbage can had been shit into several times and was overflowing with feces, with the toilet right beside it untouched. I was so upset by this extremely disrespectful gesture that I completely lost my temper, started bawling and ran out of the room at top speed to track them down. I didn't find them, though, as they had already checked out and had likely sped away. No tip, no note, no explanation despite them seeing me and making eye contact several times. They were fined $200, but I didn't see a dime. I still think about that to this day and get really angry and have fantasies about tracking them down and letting them know how much they suck. I'm mad again. And Cleffy Owns writes, I work in a low-budget hotel in Western PA like two weeks ago we had a guest who was getting kicked out for not paying their bill Brackets, they had stayed with us for a few months but started slacking on paying what was due well check-out comes and they haven't checked out of the office we go knock on their door and no reply we go, I side, and find them. Brackets, two ladies in their 50s, dead from an overdose. They'd apparently been dead for around 12 hours. The coroner comes and we find out that he needs help moving the bodies. So me and a few of my coworkers have to lift these two bigger dead ladies and transport them out of the room, down the stairwell, and into the coroner's vehicle. Sure, they were in body bags at that point, but still, it was so fucking surreal because nobody saw this coming. We all loved them. They just couldn't pay their bill anymore and killed themselves. They left behind a, quote-unquote, note of self-destruction in everything. On another note, I once went into a checkout that a family of four was staying in. I go to get the dirty towels out of the bathroom and discover that one of those little bastards took a giant shit in the tub. Too bad the youngest person in that room was at least 12 or 13. Not even a fucking tip. And Alex Keaton is keen writes, No one will ever see this, but here goes i was staying in a motel six went out with friends got drunk tripped and cut my head open spent most of the night in the e r got staples in my head came back to motel six went to sleep when i woke up i was embarrassed to see that my pillow was covered in blood just completely soaked in it looked like someone had been murdered so gross i didn't want the maid to come in and think it was some murder scene or to have to deal with a bloody pillow so i went to the front desk and explained what had happened and asked them how i should get rid of the pillow their response quote unquote it's fine just leave it me Quote, unquote, aren't you going to warn the maid, clerk? Quote, unquote, nope, it's fine. My takeaway from the experience, shit like that happens so much in hotels and motels that it doesn't even faze them. The bed you're sleeping in has probably at one time or another been covered in blood. And forum 1388 writes, my father worked in a holiday inn in high school and has two pretty good stories. 1. While working the front desk, a guest came in and told him there was a man passed out in one of the lesser-used hallways. My father goes to wake him up and finds him passed out. Face first against the wall with his legs stretched out behind him. As he gets closer, he notices something's not right. He quickly realizes that this guy isn't passed out. He's dead. He calls the cops, who turn the guy over and find a knife in the middle of his chest. 2 a gypsy family was staying in the hotel and had vastly overstayed their welcome in addition to not yet having paid their kids were running amuck through the hotel and were swimming naked in the pool i guess one of the managers threatened to call the police if they didn't leave so they quickly packed up their car and booked it out of there when the maids went in to clean the room they found it had become a complete and utter shithole and absolutely reeked. Clothes all over the floor, signs of cooking pot and camping stove of some kind by the window. Just a massive wreck, and they hadn't even looked in the bathroom yet, where the smell seemed to be the strongest. Well, they opened the bathroom door, and in the bathtub, hanging by its neck from the shower curtain rod, was a dead, half-butchered goat with its innards hanging out into the bathtub. I guess the gypsies had managed to smuggle the goat into the hotel when no one was paying attention and were in the middle of preparing a stew when the manager had threatened to call the cops tldr passed out guest turned out to be dead and gypsies filleted a goat in the bathtub and cat-like thief ads weirdest thing the amount of dildos that people bring and proceed to leave behind craziest thing. I work in a four-star hotel in the middle of Kansas. Had an elderly man come by to check in. I asked him what had brought him to Kansas after seeing he had come from Florida. He told me it was just on a trip. About four to five hours later, I noticed a spiral notebook sitting at the side of the front desk. I remembered the old man had been holding it. After contacting his room several times, I decided I might as well check and see if there was a name inside no name but a shit ton of writing he had filled up nearly to the end of this large spiral being that we were at fourteen percent occupancy i had plenty of time on my hands it was the journal of an old man's trip his wife had died four months before his decision to leave on a trip his original plan was just to drive through florida and possibly make his way to nyc he wrote of how he had no real direction was just sticking to the highways after his first night on the trip he had already made it to georgia and was debating on which way to go from there his wife and him had been together for forty three years when she passed she was his best friend, and I found it odd that he felt the need to write something like this in a journal about a trip. He landed on driving the Orion Trail. The rest of the journal was fucking heartbreaking. The old dude was just looking for peace and solace from the passing of his life partner. The journal covered the entire trip to Oregon and back. The only actual quote I can remember clearly from his writing was, quote unquote, made it to the Pacific today. It is bittersweet. To think that I can enjoy something so beautiful without her, I feel guilty. That small bit was so damn touching. I was off shift before I had a chance to give the man his journal back, but apparently the night auditor was able to catch him before he left around 5 a.m. And we'll end this episode with this short anecdote by Burgle Boy, who writes, I had a guy who said his microwave didn't work. I went up to the room and found he had locked a plate of food in the safe. Well, have you ever had a weird experience in a hotel? I don't think I have. Certainly have never shit all over one or urinated or... I've been ill in one. My friend Finn's wedding, I remember eating the dinner and being like, boy, this chicken sure is pink. Gotta get some early sleep to go on my flight back to New Hampshire for the rest of my vacation, and then waking up at 3 in the morning and spewing vileness out of every orifice. It was amazing. (laughs) Anyway, besides that, nothing on purpose or weird. And I always bring my dildos home with me. I don't know what the deal is with people leaving their dildos behind. Uh, spent a lot of money on it. I mean, I guess these people are just buying some run-of-the-mill dildos. Uh, anyway, well, I hope you enjoyed this read of Reddit for Lou Reeds the podcast, whatever that means. Yeah, I've been sort of like pulling my hair out, being like, do I do another gross sex one? I don't want, you know, mix it up. And then I realized I was already, I'd just done a Reddit one, but luckily the last Reddit one was also super gross about poop only and this one had some poop in it but a nice mix of other weird real life experiences i hope you enjoyed it besides that uh what else is new again sorry it's taking me so long to get these podcasts out lately just been having a hard time finding the right things to read in other podcasting news i did and i sat in on an episode of the f plus which has been like over a year i guess since the last time i did it and we had a good time and i will let people know when that is happening I got to read a lot of other crazy stuff that I had never read before. Very silly stuff, but I appreciated it. It was uh, the right kind of silly. And uh, yeah, besides that, not a whole lot else is new. The summer's flying by, you know, doing the whole League of Legends thing. Um, so let me tell you, I am good at this game. I should go pro. Yeah, besides that, not a whole lot new. I did get a $5 donation recently, and I appreciate it. I'm going to send that guy an email tonight, because now I am remembering to do that and say thank you. And um, I think some people owe me magnet photos, but I don't pay attention to it. <laughs> I hope that if you've got a magnet, you sent me a photo of it. I still have magnets. If people who don't have magnets would like magnets, and I've been toying around with... Doing some other junk. I just uh, not so good with the Photoshops lately. What do you guys want? Lou Reed's uh, sandwich clip, playing cards. What is it? You want? What can kind I of do, Dad? The knickknacks. Do you guys like? I don't know. Besides that, not a whole lot is new. The summer is upon us. One thing about the summer, doing the podcast, it is uh, that I have to close the window so that you don't hear the symphony of air conditioners outside, and turn off my own air conditioner so you don't hear the crazy hum and cycling of the compressor. And I have to turn off the ceiling fan and the other fans that normally are in the house. So, I am so sweaty. Pretty funny <laughs> to record in the summer because it is amazingly hot in here. Bought a new car, what else you guys need to know? Hmm, uh, not a new new car, new used car. We went from the Honda family to the Subaru family. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I had to do my first real car negotiations. Car negotiating is horrible, but we. I think we got a deal. Even though, once we agreed on it, I was like, that guy's too happy. How many to can make this guy unhappy? But it was too late. We had already shaken hands. Uh, and as always, if you've got something you think I should read, let me know. I can use that extra suggestion so that I don't have to sit it here and go- keep pressing my brain for um, weird word combinations to search for. Uh, the next thing I read will probably be gross and of a sexual nature, just because that's the law of averages of this podcast, anyway. Yeah, I saw something on that Forum that I'm going to do that I was like, Boo, how do I translate this into the podcast? My, oh my. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads, the internet for you. Remember, if you want to support the podcast, you can always go to loureads.com and click on the Amazon link if you're shopping for summer stuff or back to school stuff. And I get a small portion of that. I don't really have any other sponsors that I really, uh, you know, Tiger Direct and things like that, that everybody else does. But, uh, Amazon is the best. For me, anyway. And you can always donate, and I appreciate it greatly when people do. And also, make sure that if you haven't to write a positive review of Lou Reed's on iTunes. I don't know how this podcast will ever get... I doubt it will ever get to the front page just because of the nature of the podcast. But uh, tell all your friends about it. I know that, you know, you tell people about podcasts and everyone goes, oh, yeah, you know, I don't have time to listen to that kind of stuff. I'm too busy listening to, uh, you know gorilla and the gooch in the morning and there's in the morning zoo or whatever do your do your darndest spread the word the bird's the word all right i'm obviously tired <laughs> uh it's also johannesburg is also the word uh so that's gonna do it for me my name is lou this has been lou reads the internet for you stories from reddit about crazy hotel experiences we'll see you soon bye-bye